All right, all right, all right. Welcome to Investment Banking Insights. This is the only podcast dedicated to helping you learn both the technical and the non-technical aspects of investment banking. Hello, my name is Alex Mason. I am your host. And what are we doing here? We're just living life. We're just learning. We're just gaining as much knowledge as we can in the field of investment banking because we want to succeed in this field, right? Especially if you're coming from a completely different career or a non-finance background like myself, you're probably looking at all of these things that you're reading online or talking to people and you're like, what? what is this stuff? I'm trying to figure this out. So my job here is to help you with that process because, well, I'm studying it anyway and I want to help you <laughs> because uh, I think it's just better to, to grow collectively than in isolation uh, apart. So that's why I'm here. Thank you for being here and for listening. We're going to talk about leverage buyouts today. And we've been talking about this concept a little bit in the past, but I want to dig into it a little bit more just for a couple of minutes. And it's this concept of using debt versus cash in a deal for an acquisition when looking at it from the perspective of a private equity firm versus a strategic buyer. Now, let me revisit some of these concepts if it's been a while since you've thought about this. So first of all, private equity firms usually approach acquisitions differently than what are known as strategics, which is just a fancy word for regular corporations. (laughs) Because you see, PE firms, their entire business model is doing deals. That's what they do. Their reason for their existence is to make money by buying hopefully improving, and then selling companies. That's what they do, kind of rooting out inefficiencies, finding ways to create value. Whereas a strategic corporation or just a regular company, they're a little bit different. They're not in the business primarily of doing deals most of the time. They are in the business of creating software or operating airlines or pumping oil and gas. Like these are regular businesses. And so when they do acquisitions, their mindset is a little bit different. Their constraints are a little bit different. So the thing is, with a leverage buyout, the leverage buyout is pretty much geared toward a private equity firm. And that's because PE firms, they typically want to use debt so that they can acquire the company via the leverage buyout. And what that debt does is it allows them to use leverage to amplify the rate of return that they generate for their shareholders. That's why they do it. It helps amplify their returns. Now you may ask, okay, that's great. Well, why wouldn't every company just do that? Why wouldn't every company just amplify the returns? And the thing is we have to contrast this approach with strategic firms. When a strategic firm buys another company, they might actually prefer to use cash instead of raising new debt. Or often what you'll see is a combination of cash and debt. And one reason which we've talked about in the past is that companies may just want to keep some cash on the balance sheet and that's why they borrow some money or maybe they uh, don't care about having that much flexibility so they borrow the money. But another reason that we haven't touched on yet for these differing approaches has to do with the anticipated holding period that each type of company has for the target company once acquired. So private equity firms, they typically will sell a business 
after several years, let's say five, seven, 10 years after they purchase it. So they're not as worried about that company holding debt on the balance sheet because from their perspective, that debt is going to be offloaded to another owner at some clear point in the future. The main thing here from the PE firm's perspective is that the debt payments can be paid with the cash flow from the business while the private equity firm still owns the firm. And it's definitely important that the cash flow covers the payments, but hey, like why not use debt? It'll juice our returns. A strategic company, on the other hand, might want to own an acquired company indefinitely. And they may say, you know what, we're this big cereal company, we want to buy this really fast growing cereal brands that all the kids want to eat for breakfast. And we're going to buy it, roll it up into our existing portfolio brands. And we're going to keep this thing forever. It's going to just be a accretive long term accretive to our shareholders. And it becomes part of the permanent portfolio. Now, in that situation, that might trigger a completely different mindset from the management team. The business is truly theirs. They're looking at it as a long-term owner. So loading it up with debt might not be advantageous from a returns perspective because that company is going to own that debt for a very long time, from uh, at least from a hypothetical perspective. So it's this mindset shift that happens, and I think that is triggered primarily based on the holding period that's intended for the deal. So that's why you see... PE firms tend to use leverage. They tend to use debt for their deals. They're buying, they're adding value, and then they're flipping them and then moving on to the next deal. Whereas strategics, they might have a whole host of motivations for buying a firm and they may be planning to hold it for a very long time. So they may use debt, yes, but maybe not quite as much as a private equity firm would. And they may just buy it outright in cash or in stock. So those are some differences between why an LBO um, occurs with, with debt, with PE firms versus other types of acquisitions from strategic companies. All right, that's what I got for you today here on Investment Banking Insights. My name is Alex Mason, your host. I hope you're doing well, all of you just getting off to classes, whether it's your undergrad or your MBA programs. I'm really excited for you. I'm starting classes tomorrow myself. And I'm just, I'm thrilled. So good luck on your journey and I'll see you next time.